This podcast is sponsored by InstantGaming.com, the best games at a great discount. InstantGaming.com presents the Animexus Setcast. From buildings that are fucking weird to the pinion between all fine extra fetish. <laughs> Welcome to Animexus Setcast. Yeah. What's up, Animexers, and welcome to Animexus. My name is High Single Pikachu, and welcome to this podcast. Today, we'll talk of a lot of things, really, a lot. There will be comedy, there will be info, and much more. So stay tuned, sit back, take some popcorn, and enjoy a different type of podcast. On today's podcast, does Phoenix Freddy sucks now? I don't think so. Oh, yes. It sucks a lot. No, it doesn't. Yes, it sucks. We'll see about it later. And Dr. Olsen Nefarious will be with us talking about the weird buildings around the world. Wow, they are really weird. I saw saw them already, so he's not lying. You'll see later. After this, we'll... We will talk about the top 10 no copyright Christmas songs. They definitely, I love them. Definitely because we are right now just in one month to get Christmas and they are all dubstep and some reggae and some type of different music, some remixes that they are freaking awesome. And finally, to end this podcast, the gadget of the day. We, we will talk about it. There's, this gadget definitely is freaking awesome and you will love it. So, stay, t- stay tuned, and we will start right now. You don't so, let's start talking about a game that we all love. I- I'm including myself because I do love it, but not a lot, actually. Well, I do actually love only two games of it, the two and the fourth version of it. I'm talking about Final Freddy's. There are some people that are, t- that are telling to me, and yeah, Phoenix Freddy sucks, and there are other people that tells to me that yeah, I don't think so. It doesn't suck a lot. Um, yeah, no. There, there are some different decisions and some opinions that definitely makes this game like put puts it on the limbo of sucks and doesn't sucks. That's why today we're going to talk about it. Because yeah, I'm really interested in knowing about what people think, and I'm interested to tell you what do I think about these games. So, first of all, I consider Final Fantasy Freddy's a good game, but not really at all a horror game, except for the second game and the fourth game that they definitely. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! They are really scary I mean I was playing that game and when I started I definitely thought about oh my gosh there's so much silence so much things to do on the game you get your heart just gets to beat a lot a lot a lot a lot and definitely you get so scared that at every single noise you will just start looking at the all your room and and saying oh my gosh am I alive am I alive I don't know oh my gosh and you get just so scared that well but ooh, other games of Final Fantasy Freddy's 
And I'm not including Fighting Sir Freddy's World, by the way, because, yeah, it, it is not scary at all. Or maybe it is, but it is not. I'm talking about the series from Fighting Sir Freddy's to Sister Location that I definitely do not like Sister Location. No. And I'll talk about it later. So, let, let's get let's get the story and let's get this game of what is scary and what is not. Okay, let's talk about the Fire Knights or Face. Definitely the animatronics, as we're going to search here. The animatronics of Fire Knights or Freddy's fucking scary. Fucking scary. Trust me, they, they are scary. And you know it already. I know that you're, you know it. I mean, I mean. I mean, look at this. Look at this that I'm showing right now. This is Fine Extra Freddy's 4, by the way. Fine Extra Freddy's. If you see that face on your room or you see it on the. while opening the door, you will get scared, and I know it. And I know that you will. You're not going to run for it, and you. Oh my gosh, Freddy! Yeah, give me an autograph! Oh my gosh, Bonnie! Give me an autograph! Oh my gosh, Sheikha! Oh my gosh, I need an autograph! F no. You're just going to run like a pussy. You're just going to run like it. And I'm forgetting that I'm a podcast that is not explicit content, so I'll just ban these words. And <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know why I'm saying these words. Anyways, I mean, look at this. Yes, think it. Think about it. Think about it. I'm, I'm. They are scary, but there's a thing that doesn't make it scary at all. It's what you have to do in the game. You have to only shake the cameras, close the door, and that's all. The most scary part of all the game is definitely when you have to fight Foxy and you have to close the door and all that. But. If I had to put, if I had to rate 1 to 10, uh, Fire Next Freddy's 1, of how scary is it, I'll rate it as in 6. And you heard my opinion. So, let's talk about Fire Next Freddy's 2. I think that Fire Next Freddy's 2 is freaking scary, freaking, freaking scary. Not only because it includes new animatronics, no. It's because it includes the old animatronics and at a really old version. Freaking scary. Freaking scary. For those of you who, who have not played the game, that I definitely think that there's someone here that doesn't play the game. Look at these images. This is Bonnie and this is Chica. And these are the Toy Freddy and Toy Bonnie. I mean, yeah, Toy Freddy and Toy Bonnie doesn't look scary at all. But imagine that when you're already in the best moment of the game, you're doing all the things, putting the mask, turning off the lights, checking the, the front light, and then bam! This little just passing all about, all throughout the door. You are the room and you have to put the mask to protect from it and then if you don't it's just going to jump over and you're just going to get off at the chair <laughs> a lot and then Toy Freddy that doesn't do sh doesn't do sh things on the game but but when that thing stands in front of you 
put the mask put the mask and you're going to yell a lot you're going to just there's there's going to be a jump scare again so I think that in this scary thing at 1 to 10 8 it is definitely scary let's talk about the Five Nights at Freddy's 3 the thing about Five Nights at Freddy's 3 that just doesn't make me comfortable is Springtrap it's the only thing that really scares you because the phantoms well they they may scare not all the time but because if you're really concentrate on the game well you're just definitely gonna jump you're, you will jump if you really concentrate but we're not why the hell will you, will you jump just to make show you have a girlfriend over there and you and you just want to make a show I mean the scariest one is Springtrap and unfortunately it's the only one that you must focus on all the game every night is only 48 seconds 48 seconds really Scott Captain dude I mean there, there must be more time and more animatronics to make it more scary to make it more more oh my gosh but definitely the game is really hard that's a thing that that's the reason why the nights are really short because yeah it's only one animatronic but you have to do a lot of things so definitely there's a point that maybe the argument of why it's short but at the same time it sucks it sucks and if it is scary or not well I'll give it 5 of 10 only a 5 of 10 a 5 yeah I do think a 5 definitely now let's talk about the big papa of all of them that's definitely fine next to Freddy's 4. I mean, I mean, you're alone in. This is your worst nightmare. Alone in your room. Thinking about something that happened to you. Dreaming about it. And you're just thinking that you're in the room. Protecting yourself from this idiot. I mean, look at Freddy. Look at Foxy. Look at Chica. Borja! If you don't get scared of that, I don't know what will scare you. I don't know. Because I mean, you have to do a lot of things to get scared, to get really annoyed, and to get really freaked up. Freaked up. I mean, you have to turn back, and when you turn back, boom, boom, Freddy over there, the head, and you turn back, and you have to take out Toy Freddy's, and you have to get to the closet, and there you have Foxy. It's going to scare you, definitely. Then you get to the right side, boom, Shika, oh my gosh, it's freaking scary, 100, 100, thieves, and then Freddy, dude, that is not Freddy's Fredbear, actually, I forgot about it, anyways, I mean, you get really scared up, you get really freaked up, a lot, and if you don't get freaked up with that game, I don't know what it will freak you up, but definitely, it is freaking, so, if it is scary or not, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Definitely 10 out of 10. Now, because Fine Extra Freddy's world is not included, we will talk about Fine Extra Freddy's sister location. Now, 
How about this game? Dude. There is something that I don't like of this game. And it's the colors. They are all toy animatronics. They are all like this rare colors. They're really not scary at all, definitely. I, I do not get scary. Because yeah, I'm right now looking at it and there's the most scary one maybe. It could be this one, this one because it reminds me of the black guy at Dragon Ball Z. But the other ones did no. And you have to do really a lot of things. More things than in Final Fantasy 3 and 4. And when you have to do a lot of things and you have more animatronics, that game. Oh my gosh. It is really hard. And it may be scary if you really concentrate on it. But in my case, I have played three nights and yeah, I didn't got scared. I only got like this little jump scare like oh my gosh but it's not scary at all because you have to do a lot of things and doing that things well you get so focused on doing all that and you forgot I have to protect animatronics so scary at all uh, 5 out of 10 like yeah like fine X Freddy's tree so definitely this is my opinion I've talked later, le, lately with the Discord server, um, MGN server, and right now I cannot open it, I don't know why, definitely, but still, I've talked with them, and there are some YouTubers that tell me, tells me that this scariest one is Sister Location, there are other YouTubers that tells me that Final Fantasy Freddy's 2 and 4 are the scariest one, and there are other YouTubers that tells me that they, they don't, they're not scary. Well, this is your opinion, I'll let it to you, I'll leave here a, or here, I don't know where, I'll leave a, uh, survey of what do you think about these games, which, which is the most scary, and what do you think about them? For the, one, for the ones that are hearing me right now, that are audio at iTunes or Santa Cloud, you can send me comments or you can send me emails or you can comment on the podcast on YouTube it is free absolutely so you can tell me what do you think about Five Nights at Freddy's does it sucks or not well we already finished with Five Nights at Freddy's I'll get Dr. Olsen Nefarious in just a moment please stay tuned and I'll see you in one minute Hello my dear friends and welcome to my name you already know it and I'm the eye that sees all I have all the knowledge of this world I have studied in a lot of places here I'm a real scientist engineer lawyer even the doctor of all types of medicines. Today I'm here with in the seat of the Animexes, or you may call it Pikachu, as it's the real name. I'm here to talk about weird buildings around the world. So let's get started. The first building that I'll talk about, well, definitely, dude. Hey, my friend, 
I don't know if it, it is real or not. But wow. This is a great structure made of concrete. That the engineer that made this. Well, I think that it was on drugs. Because as my studies on policemen, drugs are bad. Really, really bad. <laughs> okay, now, another building that I saw. I mean, this one is freaking awesome. But, there's something that I don't like. What will happen if someone falls over here? At that arc over there that was made by AutoCAD 2016. Well, definitely he will be so dead. Because my studies on paleontologists says that 99% of the deaths, when you fall, you die. Logic. Now let's talk about another building. This one I really like it. It looks like a pentagon. It looks like something. Oh my gosh! But it looks like a jackalope fingertip. What do you think about it? It looks like a book, and it looks like yeah, like that. And I do like the mind of this engineer. I do a lot, a lot. This is great. You really like this? I know you are. There's, there's a building that I'm looking at right now. I think this is fake. Because scientists says, you don't says, that if you have a building almost falling, the gravitational force negative 9.81 meters by seconds two elevated to two it says that whatever falls it just gets to the ground and right now this engineer had the mind and the capacity to make building like this I mean that is awesome that is awesome and there are other type types of building like this Look at this one. That it definitely Well, it definitely break the rules of gravity. Oh my gosh. Now let's get to another building that I think it is not true, but well look at this. Whoever tells me that you can live over here, you're crazy. You're crazy. I mean, you cannot live over here. There's no way. There's no freaking way to uh, living over here. But the engineer that made this definitely made the perfect arts and the perfect angle to make this thing. This angle over here is uh, of 180 grades. That definitely that is perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Who says that Mac Fries cannot be on a building? French fries of McDonald's. By the way, there's a McDonald's over here. That's what <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I mean, 
I love it. I love it. Another building. Definitely China. Definitely China. This is a place on China that I haven't been. Well, I have visited like maybe 50 years ago because I'm the knowledge of everything, of science, engineers, and all of that. Fuck! Shut up. Sorry. And I visited this building, and when I took the measurements, I just got with the face like this because wow. The Chinese engineer that made this, he's an expert, definitely. There's another buildings that you're already seeing. This one will be the favorite one of, of one of my friends. This one is the favorite one from Beauty and the Beast. And... Dude, you don't sass. You don't sass. You don't sass. I mean... This is not a weird building. This is a freaking Minecraft building. It sucks. It sucks. So finally, let's make a conclusion of this Dr. Olson Nefarious corner. Engineers are crazy. They have now a real clear mind of what are they doing. Please support them. And make it clear. Bye bye and have a nice day. Boo! Thank you very much, Dr. Olsen Fario, for being on this show. So let's get back to me, Pikachu. And right now, we will talk about Top 10 Christmas Dubstep Songs Wow They're really awesome uh, I already checked them And wow, I, I do love them They're really awesome And I will not make a Top 10 Definitely a wa of what's the, what's the best one And what is the worst one Because it is not something like that It's only 10 tracks That are definitely awesome so let's get started and let's see what songs we have. Alright, the first one, it's called Deck the Dubstep. Uh, it's a remix of Deck the Halls by Andros that I love a lot. I like it. And yeah, it is really beautiful. I mean, don't you like it? I'll leave the playlist down in the description if you're interested in hearing all the songs because they're awesome. Well, let's get to the next one. That is a remix of Home Alone. That is a 5-0. That I do love this song. I love it a lot. I mean, I mean, can you hear that? Can you? Bam! 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 That freaking drop. That freaking beats. You're really awesome. And it will make your Christmas party really awesome. Because, yeah, in other parts of, of the world, Christmas parties are like using the normal Christmas songs. But here in Puerto Rico, we only have our own music that is really awesome. So if you want to hear some comfortable music to your ears, check this one. Next one. White Christmas 
dubstep remix. This one, it is not really comfortable to your ears because it starts kind of hardcore, but it is really good. I do love this song. I do love White Christmas, not the remix, but hear that. There are, there are parts of the song that I don't like, but definitely it is a good song that I'd recommend to all of you. So, get on it and you can hear them all. This is another song that I already got playing. It's called Carol of the... I don't know, I can see, sorry. Carol of the Bells. And it is really noisy and it, and it really gets really dropped, dropped at the moment, so... It may harm your ears, but at the end, it's, it is a great song that you're already hearing a bit of it, and I love it. This is 10 out of 10 song, as all the rest of the songs, except the third position that I'll give, at least a 6 out of 10. Now let's get to the rockin' around the Christmas tree, another song that I love a lot. Rockin' around, I like it. Can I play it? Can I play it? Can I play it? Damn, I cannot play it. Wait. Now let's get to another song. Oh yes. Oh yes. Christmas family. Rocking around the Christmas tree. This is my favorite song of all. This is my favorite song of all. Not only the remix, but the original version. I love it. I mean, look at my hair. Look at my body. It just makes me cry a lot. A lot. And the remix, it doesn't make me cry, but that opening of it, it's perfect. Let's get to the sixth song. And this one is called The Nutcracker, and it's the remix of Arian. You already heard of it because there are a lot of YouTubers that hear hear the song and put it on their on their videos, and yeah, you can hear it by yourself. It starts like a nutcracker normally, and then, boom! There's a freaking drop that oh my gosh, that is awesome. It is awesome. You don't sus. I'll let it to. I'll give it. 7 out of 10 because it's already played a lot but yeah it's a good song a good song so let's get to the next song last Christmas I gave you my heart no I didn't give your heart but I gave you this remix this remix is really good because it is not the original song but it is just another type of song I don't know who sings it, but it's, it's comfortable. I do like it. I like it because it is not this hard up to. It is really normal for for my type, so definitely. Next song, another version of White Christmas, and this one is very different of the original of the third one. This one is really better, much better, but. I mean, you can hear by yourself that that is a good song. That it doesn't keep this this common rim, and it doesn't put this 
it doesn't put the boys in the correct moments, but when it gets to the drop, you'll hear it later on if you want to hear this playlist. So, definitely 8 out of 10. At the ninth position, we wish you a regular Christmas. <laughs> this name, I mean this name. It, it starts like reggae, but then boom, dubstep in a moment that it's that it gets so awesome. At a moment that oh my gosh, really awesome, really awesome. I definitely give a 9 of 10 because why 9 of 10? Because I already heard it a lot, so yeah. But you can give it 10 out of 10 as well. And finally, the last song, Walking in the Air. This is a classic. This is a classic of all Christmas, especially the original one. If you don't, if you haven't heard the Walking on the Air, then you haven't heard anything of Christmas. I mean, this song is really awesome. And more awesome is the dubstep version of it that you can hear later on when I share out the playlist down in the description. Or if you will hear in the iTunes version, go check my SoundCloud and get look for it. Now, definitely what I don't like of this song that that is that it starts kind of uh, kind of slow, but then it it gets really awesome. Like like right now, it gets this sick rhythm that it just awesome so definitely this song is a 10 out of 10 so finally on this podcast we have the gadget of the day the gadget of the day um is you already know about it but it is really well well this is really weird gadget but definitely will change the world a lot. It's called Tap Keyboard. And why tap? Well, look at this. Look at this. This is a keyboard, yes, this is a keyboard. As you can see, it contains four holes for this fingers and this hole for this finger. And when you put and when you put the hole on this finger it will out automatic automatically turn on look at the background of it and you can see that it is an easy gadget to use it is like a keyboard that you can use anywhere but the thing is that you have to learn a certain code to write on it because it is not like typing a normal keyboard like like this no you have to use a, a certain code uh, while typing to get the to get the what you want to write I already know part of this code this A this E this I this O this is U but if you if you want if you want to type consonants well this one is Y I think this one is B I can remember yes B B this one is C I there are some letters that I already know that I have to check late, um, like some time ago because this gadget was originally kickstarted well it started kickstarting on I think that on March of last year and when I saw this gadget I said this will be awesome I mean 
you can you can use it anywhere you can see this image that is using it on a bicycle on a bike bicycle I'm sorry that you cannot take your keyboard or your phone and just text like this no you can use your own hand you can use this gadget it is comfortable it is better to use and you have to only type that's all I mean you can carry anywhere any place and it's definitely awesome here you can see how it works I'll, t I'll put my lens on my lens on because I cannot see let's read the tap strap has a series of embed sensors which monitor mechanical information up to hand and fingers this information is processed by a MCU in the strap which decodes the raw data, data into the finger trap combinations and transmits the resulting characters or commands via, via a Bluetooth, Bluetooth radio. Definitely it's like using a, virtu a virtual reality controller but only that you, you have to use only your five fingers and that's all. The compatible device of this keyboard, well it is like an HID keyboard standard. This includes iOS and Android phones and tablets, Windows and Mac computers, and most sm smart TVs. Most of them. What are you saying of this? It is generating a lot of buzz on and interest all around the world. I saw it on the CES on the live event that they made, and holy crap! Oh my gosh! Awesome! 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 I love it. So definitely this is a great gadget and this is definitely the gadget of the day. Bam. So guys, this is the end of the Animexus setcast. I hope you enjoyed enjoy it. And don't forget to leave a like on the YouTube video and subscribe to my channel if you like it. Also if you want if you want to hear it on the go or if you want to show it to your to a friend, to your dog or someone else, but you have the time to get on YouTube or the data, well just get on iTunes. I'll leave the link down in the description so you can get to the iTunes link and the SoundCloud link so you can hear it on the go and hear my voice all the way up. I'm all the way up definitely. So have a great salute here from Puerto Rico at 8 p.m. almost and I'll see you next time. Bye bye! The Animexis Sidecast was brought to you by InstantGame.com The best games at a great discount. InstantGame.com presented the Animexis Sidecast. I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you